All right, Jimmy, I want to kick this one off with a funny story that just happened tonight at basketball practice. Patrick, I love it. Dude, the the boys, I mean, coming off a, a loss, 16-4 shellacking. They were... <laughs> they got quadrupled? Yeah, not a good a good last game. Not a great showing tonight at practice. I don't know how many we had. We have uh, we had eight of the ten kids there. Seven of the ten. Okay. Um, no, it was it was great actually. We had we had a lot of fun. We had a good practice tonight. But a um, very funny moment when I was uh, trying to talk to them about you know getting into uh, penetrating a zone defense. You know, moving okay. the ball. And uh, some kid uh, just turned around and whipped the ball off <laughs> off the wall. <laughs> well, I'm, now this is like the fourth disruption, like maybe fifth, sixth of, you know, come on, guys. When I'm talking, can you just hold the ball? Like, <laughs> so finally I'm, I go, listen, guys, this is the one hour a week that I have to teach you about the beautiful game of basketball. <laughs> Right. And it is the most beautiful game. I don't want to pivot here to sure to pivot being the a great word. Great word. Wow. Talking about mm-hmm. the beautiful and it is the most beautiful game. Come on. Mm-hmm. The legs. Think about it. The legs alone. <laughs> Forget the ball movement. So the, the um the kid whips the ball off the wall. And so I said, this is our one hour. And this is our classroom. Like this is, I'm, I'm your teacher. Like I'm trying to teach you about this game and, and you would never get up in your classroom and throw <laughs> something against the chalkboard. Would you? And all of them at like the same time, we don't have a chalkboard. <laughs> that was it. All of them. Yeah. There's just like that sidetracked the whole, the whole, they were completely derailed by the, the rest of the hour. <laughs> just Did he gone. say chalkboard? What did he say? Wait a minute. Like they clicked in at chalkboard. That was the only word they heard all night. How was practice? Says something about chalkboard. I don't know. My shoes weren't tied. I was we all just start throwing basketballs off the walls. It's fine. Gonna oh, is that, that funny? Knock that tin can over. Can't be throwing <laughs> balls off the wall in the Quonset hut. <laughs> Oh, is that funny? We don't have a chalkboard. Yeah, man. Did uh, you know it right away when you said it? Were you like, ah, oh, this is gonna. <laughs> I go, oh, okay. You don't have a chalkboard. And the kid, <laughs> one of the kids, God bless me, he's like, yeah, we don't. It's uh, We have a smart board and it's, uh, it projects like, and he started explaining <laughs> the entire system to me in the middle of practice. This is where that's when I had to like check myself like, okay, maybe I'm not the third grade coach. Maybe I need to (laughs) talk to them later. No, we had a great practice. Meanwhile, these kids are telling their parents, I think Mr. McGann doesn't know how (laughs) smart boards work. How is he coaching anybody? We had good practice until I said, bring it up. And then um, once we put all of our hands in, you know, it just, uh-huh. it all disintegrated. It all went to, <laughs> everything we had worked on went to hell. They started doing the hand over hand and the. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like they're, they're not, they, they might not be old enough to bring it up. 
That might be too close for them. These kids have been <laughs> far apart from each other for so long. They're not used to human touch. They're not used to a huddle. When we yeah. huddle, they're like, oh my gosh, what? Ah, ah. They can't concentrate. They're like, that's what a face looks like from this perspective. I've never been this close to a human before. Your whole face too, because they're not really, they say you got to wear a mask, but I mean, I don't know if the archdiocese listens to the bad, but <laughs> not until you say this stuff out loud. Yeah, right. That would be, hey, no press is good press. We'd be in Catholic world news. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, so do you feel good about your next game? When is the next game? Let me ask you that. The next game is Saturday. And okay. um I'm not going to be there. This is what's tough about the, the team. And I, and I can understand that um, maybe this is why our record reflects what it does. <laughs> it's been a, it's been a tumultuous season. Yeah. But you know what? It's been a year to remember and, and it's something to grow on. We're not trying to win anything in third grade. We're trying to build a well, program. You're definitely not trying to win anything. Uh, we're, trying to, we're trying to build a program. Four points. That's and, true. And what we want to do is uh, continue a tradition a Falcon tradition, if you will fly like a Falcon. That's the goal. <laughs> I'm a company man. We're going to be, we're going to be all right. We're on the right path. We got a lot of kids and not a lot of uh court, not a lot of, not a lot of hoop. There's not a lot of available buckets. <laughs> I mean, I, I, uh... I do ask these kids, like, did you pick up a ball since I last saw you? Did you, did you dribble a ball in your basement? Have you dribbled? And one, I saw like two kids, they put their hands up and then I like made eye contact with them and they were like, nah, I, did, I actually didn't. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know you did it. I know you didn't. No one did. No. I... Oh, is that funny? That... What, what did you respond the same way? I mean, if I, yeah. had a coach, if I had a coach in my life coming up to me, hey, did you do everything I told you to do <laughs> while I was gone? No. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially if I thought everyone else was going to say yeah, because I don't want to be the one who doesn't. So, of course, my hand goes up right away. And then when no one else's does, I'm like, oh, I didn't do that. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm, I was um, I was somehow more relaxed about it all. It was just fun. We had uh, Luke was there. That's where we had uh, Luke filled in. We needed a body. And uh, okay. I mean, that's where we're at. We need we need bodies. We're. This is the third grade team, correct? We're trying, to, we're trying to get through a 24, what is it, 25 game schedule in a pandemic, Jim? Come it's on. Just, it's, not, it's not easy. We got, we've had kids on protocol. We've had kids, you know, we've been sure. writing, writing a book about this season. It's uh, a. <laughs> you had a couple of kids on academic <laughs> probation. Do I remember that correctly? Was it, what was the Bobby Knight one? Team on a brink or a season oh, on a brink? Yes. <laughs> the third grade. SJF blue. <laughs> was this like a, I mean, I know you obviously Karen want to be involved, but with your schedule, with all the travel, it's tough. Did you, Oh, we have a like staff going in. Yeah. Okay. So it's like a team approach. Oh yeah. 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 I'm not even like, I originally was like, you know, it was kind of proposed that I was the head coach and then okay. became very apparent that I was not. <laughs> because I just wasn't there enough. You know, I couldn't sure. have the people were doubting based on my attendance. 
So we've, we've, we have a nice staff that we, uh, you know, it, it rotates, but it's, um, what is it? A college of coaches. Didn't the, the Cubs try that? It's failing on the South side too. this, the, the, <laughs> the college of coaches, but like I said, we're building a program, Jim. We're not trying That's to it. win at all this year, man. I look at that athletes at this point are so good at press conferences and it's what you did right there. Just so good at like not really saying anything. You know what I mean? Just very like we're moving ahead. We're, we're not worried about, we're worried about the bigger picture. You know, hey, like you had 92 points today and you guys lost by four. Does that bother you? Hey, I'm a team guy. <laughs> Only number that matters is that those W's and L's. <laughs> we got to stay focused, man. That's it. We just got one goal, one prize, one destiny. <laughs> well, that's great, man. Uh, that's a nice welcome back. You had a busy weekend. You traveled quite a bit this weekend. Is that correct? Yeah, man. I just got back from um, Minneapolis. I was up on the on the river, Jim, where you Ooh. are always. You're always on the Mississippi somewhere. You're probably there <laughs> now. I was on. Uh, I was in Minneapolis, and yeah. started the weekend in Milwaukee, which was great. And um, great city. Yeah, came in, but you know Minneapolis as well, right? I uh, I used to work in Eden Prairie, just outside of uh, of Minneapolis, Minnesota. Oh, you, you did. familiar? Well, I'm familiar with Minneapolis and then it, it, the the Twin City, where I was uh, actually. That's where I first was dropped off, and I was walking around. I couldn't even tell. I was like, "Hey, wait a minute, <laughs> are you? <laughs> You're not." And that was. <laughs> Almost bamboozled by the twin. <laughs> no, I did come through same and and I just, I'm like, is that Minneapolis? Is that St. Paul? I was like, oh, they do look alike, huh? Yeah. <laughs> did you really say that's someone? <laughs> the runner, the guy that picked me up. They that's are great. twins, huh? Do, do they have to laugh at those? I don't think he liked me. No, I'm kidding. He was very welcoming. Yeah, we went um right down to the um downtown area. A lot going on in Minneapolis. They had some protests there for oh, yeah. uh, Amir Locke. And they had um, some people marching downtown. But it was all peaceful and chill. And it was, um, they had um, the show, the theater was right downtown. Hotel okay. right there. Right by the Mary Tyler Moore statue. Oh, yeah. Jim, That's I a good saw, I was in another TV statue right before in Milwaukee. I saw the Fonzie statue and Mary Tyler Moore. We got to put up some TV statues in Chicago. Oh, wow. <laughs> got to put one up in, in Naperville. I don't even know if there's ever been anything in Naperville. Chicago would be great. Who would you put in your Chicago one? Little Belky Bartakamos? <laughs> yeah, I'd put <laughs> a vested statue. <laughs> I don't know. I would have to put up uh, maybe Urkel. Maybe I put up Urkel in front of your house and be like, did I do that? I hope you do that. I really run, do. Then I'd run away. Put a statue. <laughs> we had a, there's a statue of Cup downtown. Like he was a, he wasn't a TV character. He was a real guy, like on Chicago television. Is there a, is there a. Oh um, yeah. Who else is uh, Jack Brickhouse down there? They used to have, um, there's statues of people everywhere now around Chicago. Yeah. I like the that sitcom star one though. That's a that's a great idea. You ever see that priest on Sheffield, like near DePaul? 
He's got like uh, Hulk Hogan hand, or not a uh, like Incredible Hulk hands. He's like, oh, really? he looks like a Marvel character almost. <laughs> He's a priest. There's statues of, um, well, a lot of them have been removed and taken down and put in storage. But no, there, there's, <laughs> there, were, there are a lot more statues than there used to be. Remember, like when yeah. there was a statue of someone as a kid, it was a very big deal. There, there, I remember there was like one athlete that had a statue made of them at sure. a stadium throughout sure. all of sports. And, and now and now every stadium there's a statue of several players. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely we've gotten to that point. I mean, Wisconsin has Red Foreman from that 70s show, you know, Milwaukee, they've got a statue of him now. Does that say uh, something sure about a Does that say something about a civilization like a society like when we start putting up statues of uh people like because it is like a movement is that is that the end when we start idolizing i don't know if it's the end i think it's what we kind of do in general right we've always done that retiring numbers and athletes things of that nature putting statues up of people i have a figurine right here of michael jordan in a space jam uh it's a a statue of itself right the only reason I don't have any figurines with me is because I'm on the road, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm trying to figure out who uh, who they would have a statue of from. Uh, from you a, are on the Mississippi. I am all. I am right in the middle of the Mississippi. What right are you doing down. down there? Did you get back on that raft? Man, just... we kind of crossed paths this weekend. Before I get into St. Louis, it must have um, been icy, chiseling, <laughs> chiseling down. <laughs> you like that guy walking on the uh on lake michigan <laughs> dude that is incredible did you see the footage yes i saw that dude did i tell you my roommate did that what my buddy larry who i used to know one of your with. current roommates good no okay. dude he went out there with a girl intentionally like let's go walk to that buoy they walked out to the lake <laughs> this is like oh four oh five i'm not kidding dude he turned oh around. God. He's like, we were on our way back. He's like, there were fire trucks. They they were they got like a lashing. They were <laughs> they were spoken to harshly. Holy I mean, shit! By today's standards, they probably would have been arrested or fined or something. No, they did went he out realize? There. Did he realize how dangerous it was at all? Like when he like when he told you about it, did he seem freaked out? I think he was w- waking up to the reality. When I was like, dude, that's like you you live on you're from San Francisco, like you're. You know, water, like that's, that's a great lake. <laughs> they don't respect the, the lakes, dude. They think that they're funny. Like they, they don't understand a great lake. Oh, a lot of people folk. don't. People that don't live in the Midwest, they yeah. think, they think a lake is what you put a pontoon on with your buddies yeah. and drink. They don't understand. They never heard of the Edmund Fitzgerald. They, <laughs> they don't. Like that. That's a great point. They if I, I mean, if someone just like, that's a great lake, I would think there's a lot of like girls in bikinis, you know, you're out there drinking beers, Dude. you know, someone's doing aquatics on the back of a boat. They're like water skiing and doing flips. That's a great lake. Great lake. I think steel mill pollution <laughs> under undertow. Yeah. Rock beaches. Absolutely. 
Or I mean, Larry walking out there to a buoy. You do have the sandy shores of North Avenue. Don't get it's me true. wrong. We've all been to <laughs> Rainbow Beach. There's luscious shoreline. Shout out to Daniel Burnham. Don't want to sidetrack on the city plan. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> Let's get Shout out to Danny Burnham this week. <laughs> Let's get back to St. Louis. <laughs> uh, real quick, that story. I just love the fact that that guy uh, was first spotted. Like, and police were called by someone in a high rise who just oh, saw man. him walking out there on the lake. I just pictured like a very 80s <laughs> moment where it's like, yeah, no, we'll sell. I'm going to have to call you right back. <laughs> they're like, Brian, Brian, hello. <laughs> just drops the phone. That'd be um, great. They have, we have audio footage of the call. There's a jag off on the lake. It's cold as balls out there. And I know he's probably fine because it looks frozen as shit. And I've seen the animals running across it on goddamn day. All I do is stare at my window. But this jag off, I don't know. You might want to go get him. What's he doing out there? <laughs> That's great. Dude, I would never be out there. On, uh, remember that saying? Thin ice? <laughs> You're yeah, thin I, ice, mister. You better. Hey. I got that a couple times. That's but that's like a indoor. Uh, that's when you you yell at someone without raising your voice. Yeah, that's a good one. You're on thin ice. <laughs> Wait, what do you say? Because that sounded like that's not the tone that you usually. <laughs> what does that mean? Thin ice. I like ice. Thin ice. What is? Thin ice doesn't sound good. Ooh, ooh, that's chilly. <laughs> you just sent a chill through me. <laughs> That's how you know it was from someone who's not Midwestern, right? Like they would never walk on thin ice. If, they have, if they've never heard that saying, of course you're going to go out there not realizing what you're doing. Oh, so yeah. So that saying doesn't even shake them. It's not at all. We're such a hardened people, Jim. <laughs> We're grizzled vets. Pat, we kind of uh, crossed paths a little bit this weekend. I was in Rockford on Friday and there was a guy who came out to my show uh, I don't want to brag. I was headlining a Mexican restaurant in Rockford. And uh, a guy who came to the show on Friday was in your audience on Thursday in Milwaukee as well. I know, dude. That was so funny. I saw I met that guy in the lobby. He said hello. I thought maybe he was a brim. And I'm not sure if he's a brim, but he's a definite comedy fan. Yeah, I love that. He, both of us. Yeah, I love that. He, he hit both shows. Yeah, and told me too. He's like, I saw I saw Pat last night, and I thought he was a brim as well. I'm not quite sure, uh, but either way, Paul, appreciate you uh, coming out to both gigs. We had a few brims who saw you up in Milwaukee. Uh, Jim Moriarty reached out, loved the show on uh, on Thursday night as well. Dude, Milwaukee was so fun. Thank you, Paul. Thanks, Jim. Dude, Milwaukee, the energy up there. I think a lot of Chicago people were up there. They were um, those. Those shows were makeup shows from before COVID. Those were on sale before the oh, United yeah. Center. So I think that some of those people were anticipating that this was going to be as close as Sebastian was coming to Chicago. So got it. A lot of fun up there, dude. And I was uh, in the lobby after the shows. I brought that banner that I had at the Vic, and um, I went out there trying to get some social media buzz, you know. And I love um, it. And I met some brims and a lot of Chicago people, you know, I love people walk by. They're like, we're on the South side. What parish? What for, you know, they, they're always throwing that out or when I'm <laughs> in high school or they'll yell a high school at me or 
So it's kind of, it's kind of fun to uh, feel that when you're up in, cause Milwaukee is such a great town, dude. We love Man. Milwaukee, right? We've been up it's there together. So nice. That was our first road trip. The soap, oh. soap incident. <laughs> oh man i forgot all about that the soap incident was fantastic is the soap story been documented on the podcast i don't know if it has it was our first road gig ever and uh it was patrick mcgann myself mike toomey we've talked about a few times and a guy named mark yaffe the comic and uh we were all staying so the comedy cafe great club right they have a condo across the street or they had a condo across the street from the location that you would stay at so it was very like four right. comics living in a house. Describe maybe the condo. one of the, the describe it's the, disgusting. The, the air the air quote <laughs> condo. It it's was the, the first floor of a haunted house. Very haunted. When it wasn't haunted, it was used for crack yeah. purchases. <laughs> the people alive were scarier than the ghosts in this house. The living people I mean, there were worse. It was so shady. But yeah. luckily there was like a place where you could get food that was maybe 50 feet away. Right next door. <laughs> and you felt a little bit safer because you were pretty sure the people upstairs had guns. So like, you know, <laughs> intruders weren't your issue. You know, it was it was the locals that were your problem. Um, do people appreciate a comedy condo? I don't think they know what we do. I don't think they understand it at all. Some of them people do not come with bed sheets or pillows or <laughs> some of them any, do and they shouldn't. Some don't come with any thought. <laughs> some are beautiful. Some had um, I remember the one in Appleton had a, uh, a frame picture of a taffy apple diving into a bucket of taffy. And we, oh, used, yeah. to, we used to always comment on the lovely artwork. <laughs> You know what else I loved is uh, most comedy condos also have a uh, a VCR, and then next to it they have a bunch of cassettes of comics demo tapes. <laughs> right. That is such a great industry thing because comics in the '80s would you know send out VHS tapes right to clubs. Oh, yeah. Hey, this is my act. Book me. And they just put them all in the condos. I mean, like 2014, I'm in Appleton just like popping in, you know, let's see what Brian Regan's demo clip looked like in the 80s. Definite condo um, club correlation in terms yeah. of <laughs> in terms of everything. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, so, because some nice clubs still have condos. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, we're at the, the Brady street. This is probably like my first road gig. I mean, I traveled a little bit for work, but I wasn't like, you know, I was staying in hotels and using, using their soap. <laughs> so <laughs> I think I was, what was it? We were going to, we were going to like target. And I think I said, I got to get some soap. And I kind of wanted to find the soap that was in the shower. I was like, I kind of oh, like this. <laughs> yeah. I kind of liked it. It's like, I kind of like this soap that's just, but it's like, it's like wood. I've never seen it before. It's like a piece of wood. <laughs> and you're like, dude, that's, that's my soap. Dude, that's my soap. <laughs> but I do not remember it like that. I remember you being like, I'd use this weird wooden soap that I don't know how long it's been here. It was kind of gross. <laughs> like, dude, that was my soap. And you're like, no, I really liked it. It was good soap. <laughs> it had a mentholated feeling. 
which it did. It did. I had a few extra bucks in my pocket. Like I, Target had this this cool looking soap. I was like, you know what? I'm going on. I'm going on a trip. I'm gonna be at the comedy condo. I'm gonna splurge a little. All right. I'm gonna get a nice soap. Not knowing that would like leave you this tingly feeling. <laughs> also, not knowing that you and I would become friends and bond over this soap. What do you mean would have become friends? That's when we bonded right there. You don't even <laughs> yes. you don't know that. I was trying to pick up your scent. It was all intentional. That's when this that's when we planted the seed for the podcast. That wood with that wooden soap. Dude, I was like, I I didn't know. I forgot to to bring soap. There was it was in there. I'm not a germaphobe. I it might have been uh different then. Yeah. And, and that I'm, I don't think I would be doing that today. No. Well, especially because you didn't think it was the comics. You just assumed it was like someone from a previous week yeah. or like a vagrant who lived there during the, the rest of the time. I don't know. I was, to, I was happy to be there. I was first opener. <laughs> first opener. They're like, you have seven minutes. And if you went a minute over at that place, they would threaten your life. Oh no joke. Gosh. I'm not exaggerating. Right, Jim? Yeah. They would, oh. they would take you. I was, I was like put up against a wall at that place. They would yeah. like pretend they would play like um, that they were, you know, well, well, maybe they weren't playing. So. Maybe, yeah, maybe they weren't playing. That's why we won't say it. Great guys. <laughs> Love those guys. Awesome dude. Shout out to the boys. <laughs> <laughs> Miss the cafe, especially oh, that condo. Would love oh, to. Man. Is that a, is that a VRBO now? I'd love to get up there. <laughs> Take my kids down to Gloriosos. I love Gloriosos. That is that is legit. Right. A, a Milwaukee legend. Everything and about it's legit. Not. And that was the most fun club, man. That room was rocking. And I mean, remember they had like bus in people from uh, from like the bar down the block from Victor's on Thursday nights. They just like park at Victor's, get drunk there, take a full size bus full of people over to the comedy club. The best crowds. Milwaukee crowds, Wisconsin crowds, Midwest crowds. I mean, come on, Mississippi River crowds. We are a <laughs> a Mark Twain circuit. No, they uh, those those towns are just great for comedy, man. They come ready to laugh. Maybe maybe because of Mark Twain. Maybe we do need to pour some out for Sammy C. He started the stand up thing. He started going around these towns, training audiences. They do know how to come in and laugh, dude. I they loved do, the uh, the Riverside Theater. It was beautiful. It was a lot of fun um, being up there. I, I took the train there to yeah. Milwaukee. That's a great way to travel. That's by rail. That's an incredible way to travel. You don't have yeah? That. Did you enjoy yeah. that? I did, man. I, I, I like the, the train. I like uh, getting dropped off right downtown. I mean, it's like tw- it was 25 bucks. And I'm there, and what was it like? It was less than two hours. Ran into C.J. Sullivan on the train, another comic. He was, he was going to the improv, and um, that's awesome. Couple yeah, of train that, bros had that moment where you're like getting on the train. You're like, are we sitting together? Like, are we? Because you don't, don't want to be, <laughs> you want to crowd someone, right? And then right. not. And I don't think he was expecting me to sit with him, and he wasn't, you know, see, he didn't want to sure. do the same. So it was kind of like, you know, I mean, we that changes the, your. Like we did not go in the quiet calls, car. We, That's good. We went in the we went in the other one and just screamed. We just started. <laughs> ah, this is. I love going in the not quiet car and just yelling until everyone goes into. <laughs> everyone slowly 
creeps into the quiet car and there's just me yelling behind the glass. Where did you all go? I thought you wanted to make noise together. Why aren't you? Come on back. We were going to be a band. <laughs> that is great. The quiet car just every now and then. Hey, because we can, right? <laughs> Give it up. Not those hush hush nerds next door. Give it up for noise. Is the quiet car still a real thing? Yeah, man. Yeah, there was um, in specific instructions when I got on the the choo choo. They said, "Oh yeah, is there like a whole like uh, like a spiel? Is there like a Wayne Gretzky rule? No, yeah. <laughs> no deuces on the train unless you're the greatest hockey player of all time." Dude, there was a deuce candidate. I'll tell you that. These people came on, they sat down, they're like, this is not the Greyhound. I'm, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, dude, she oh. reclined. She reclined. She was sitting in front of me, okay. reclined. And I, I honestly got, I felt like her dentist. I was hovering <laughs> over her. She was right there. Like I could have given her an exam in my lap. Like, like she had a head wound. <laughs> like don't don't go no she was literally laying in my lap i got up immediately even the you guy know. that was she was with a guy that was sitting across from her they were spread out it wasn't very crowded in the uh in okay. the loud the loud car <laughs> <laughs> that is that is gonna be my new bit <laughs> <laughs> this is wait this one's not the quiet car <laughs> Hey, we made it. <laughs> Do people in the quiet car ever just like get up, walk to the loud car and just be like, Fuck! <laughs> and then like compose themselves and walk back into the quiet car. They crap dust it <laughs> with noise. <laughs> that would be a great move. Just come in there. Sorry, guys. I just came from the quiet car and I just had to let some of this out. I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm just going to walk back and forth and Hey, how are you? Hi. I just got to get some of this out. They're not, not, there's nothing, literally nothing going on in there. You can hear the silence. I'm losing my mind. I mean, I, I thought when they say quiet, you know, it was going to be like a library where you could. <laughs> they don't let you speak on that car. They'll shoot you like they would. Uh, one of those people watching the Olympics. Have you seen the, <laughs> have you seen the, the Olympics in the stands? Oh my God. They, if they're not, if you stop waving a flag, oh. I think you get a bullet. <laughs> we should, Dude. we should put you in the quiet car right about now. <laughs> I'm telling you, no one reacts that way. They are, some of them, if one of you, if you really look at them, they're like looking down at their phone. They're, they're just waving it. They're just robotic. And you know that they're like, Hey, you're out there. Hey, you have a half hour. You wave the thing until you need a, a replacement. We have plenty of people. We are good. But that flag does not stop waving. And it doesn't. Have you seen it? You think Not that they're uh, you think that they're connected to sticks or like on uh you know they're not they're, those are human arms waving them. I got to look. Okay, I got to watch. 
like strengthened from the factory, ready to wave. Sorry, is that not acceptable? That's just, I don't uh, know, Patrick. That's hilarious. I'm talking. I know. I'm for freedom. For I know you are, buddy. Don't you worry. I know you're for freedom. I'm for freedom kicking the ass. <laughs> if you don't like it, I put a boot up your. Whoa, it's back. The timeless Pat McGann hit, put a boot up your ass, has returned. Felt like with summer. The remix. Felt like summer. So yeah, man. Great, um, man. What are you? Um, what are you doing in St. Louis? I am. Uh, real quick, before I even tell you that, I was in West Bend on uh, Saturday night on the uh, up in Wisconsin. I want to thank everyone who came out to that show. Uh, we had a, a really fun time. A sold out little theater, the West Bend, the Bend Theater. I saw the uh, pic in your Instagram story, Jim. I loved it. Nice man. theater. Beautiful. Like a hundred years old. They just, uh, they redid it March of 2020 and, uh, just got, you know, they had like, they opened March 16th, they said, and then, oh boy. you know, had like two, oh no. yeah. Yeah. And then I had to shut down. Really? So, uh, it's exciting that they're going to do something with it again, but really cool. It's actually on the uh, West bend of the Milwaukee river. And there's like, it's like a haunted theater. Cool as hell, man. Old historic theaters are just, the. Uh, they're the most fun places. You know what I mean? Like oh, this yeah. had like a sub basement. You go like under the river. It's like water flowing above you. Just very, very cool. Um, really? really thankful could you see for the, uh, could you see the wildlife? Could you see like there's a window and you could see the, the water? No, you can't see it at all. It's just very old. Um, oh, it, it's yeah. all brick, but you just, you, there's pipes above you and you can, you know, feel the water rushing. Dude, uh, but very that's- cool. Like you said, those theaters, the old ones, they're they're spooky, some of them, but they're fine. Man. And they are they had like a they're like it's haunted by the janitor and Ryan Mason, who's very funny, goes, Well, it's not doing a lot around here, I'll tell you that. <laughs> right. He may right. be haunting, but he hasn't done much cleaning. Uh, <laughs> but well, you uh, can hear like when you hear about some of the people that have performed at some of the places, you yeah. can picture it, some of them. You're like, yeah, that makes sense because they are old places and they feel old. The stairs are the same. The banisters, the dressing rooms are, you know, a lot of them have been redone, but sure. Theaters are great at capturing their history, like maintaining it. They they just have an affection for that, I think. And um, they tell the story and all those lobbies and yeah, of that stuff, man. The basement had like iron doors and stuff. And you're like, oh, this feels comfortable. Oh, yeah. What was, what were you trying to keep out? You know, like what was, what's the issue here? It's, I mean, you don't get great Wi Fi. You're not getting a lot of cell coverage. You are in the depths. It's pretty cool. Yeah. They have like tunnels, some of those places. Like, well, they do. The Vic, the Vic had tunnels that went to the the train station and some of those old places down to the Chicago Theater. Yeah. Really? Yeah, old old stuff, man. I got an old uh, an old lobby story for you too. Yeah, yeah. But I, you had something I thought you wanted to say first. So I am staying at Union Station in St. Louis. There is a hotel inside of the old train station here. Yes, dude, I've been there. I think I've been it's to a incredible. wedding there too. Yeah, I was there as a kid, and they had when it was like because now it's kind of like vacant right yeah it was like a bustling mob in the 80s and even it like when i was coming out of dayton union station was still like a hang there were bars in there and 
Not, not so much? No, it's really, I mean, obviously come out of COVID, everything that, you know, had like convention travel and stuff is very depleted right now, right? Um, it's cool. It was just unexpected. You pull up and I'm. it's like a castle. I mean, this is, it's beautiful. There's a castle with a Ferris wheel on the roof. It's like, this is yeah. 12-year-old Jim's dream. Yeah, it's beautiful. Like um, but it's kind of also like a little Wisconsin Dells-ish at this point because there's like a um there's like a ropes course and there's an aquarium inside of here um oh, but a lot no. of it's closed. so it's like it's like it's a castle that used to be a train station that is now a hotel and a closed mall <laughs> we are the only people in it what's left <laughs> how many they need to turn into a big vape shop union <laughs> union state vape station there's like 25 people in this whole thing, it's That's the world fair was here. And it's like uh like this is where someone goes missing. You know what I mean? Like everyone's got their own wing. There are the some castle mall. Beautiful buildings down there where that that fair was and where um I, I kind of can picture that area. There's yeah. dude, that um that station though. That's funny because I was at Union Station in Chicago to, to get on the train. That's where I my weekend began. And now uh -huh. you're you're in Union Station overnight. You're sleeping in a train station like a homeless person. <laughs> like a real hobo. I am living this twain life. You're sleeping in a train station. Way to go, Jim. <laughs> on the tracks. With the uh and are you sharing a room again with uh no no no, no roommates? Oh. <laughs> it should be quieter though. It's like midnight here and we're the only people in the hotel. I'm sure we're not very far apart. Dude, I love, <laughs> I would love that if you had a, hey, I got to do my podcast. Can you mute, can you, can you mute that? There's <laughs> like a guy snoring in the corner. Oh, hey, that's, that's Tom. We work together. He's a good dude. Heavy sleeper. We can pod. <laughs> what? When when you do talk about the work, you do hunch over and you get right into the get a little the computer. You're like, yes, yeah, there are some people here. It might be, <laughs> you might be sharing a wall. Yeah. You might be. Well, that's okay. There's like do no they, one else in here. They're not going to be like, you're in 3217 <laughs> and you're in 5108. You guys <laughs> like own the hotel. They didn't spread you guys out. I don't know. I mean, Don't you hate when questions. they do that? If they like come in with a group and they put you all like right next to each other, like yeah, that I'm doesn't. Not a fan of that. You don't have to do that. It's called a room block, but I, I, I don't, don't take that literally. <laughs> <laughs> don't do what you're supposed to. A room um, block. But I'll tell you. Um, so the the rooms are all like on the old tracks. So they built them, like. You know, 3,200 rooms are all on the second track. 3,300 are all on the third track. So if you really think about it, this is just like a grown-up version of that Two Toots restaurant. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm staying in just like a much bigger, like, train <laughs> groupie. <laughs> how many uh, train How many train-themed things have we fallen for in our lives? Too many, man. I, I, I mean, a, being here, though, you think about it. I need to give the train more respect. It's, it's was ruled our called? nation for so long. What was your train spot called? My train spot? Two toots. Two toots? <laughs> yeah, there's one right down the street from my place. There's a two toots, which we not someone I thought they were, but another story for another time. <laughs> we had Snackville Junction. 
Come on. Yeah. That's way cooler. Snackville Junction. And it, we would come right up on the train right there. We did it um, with Joe. There's a place like in Tinley or Orland, and it might be that. Um, and anyway, we, we were turned on to it by uh, Aaron, and then we didn't. We were like <laughs> ro- rolling our eyes about the food, and she's like, "Yeah, what did what did you expect? Like, <laughs> I think it's gonna be like Wiener Circle, or you know, I don't know. What do you think? You think Emerald Legacy is gonna come riding out on one of those choo-choo trains? How'd you guys like the food today? No, it's especially a two toots because that is the chain version, at least Snackville junction or whatever was a, like, it's a local mom and pop. <laughs> two toots is like, sounds like you're going to be have gas <laughs> gas, <laughs> which you might because you need a hot drop chain right? train restaurant. <laughs> yeah. That's um, that you don't see those as much anymore. Those train uh, that, that brings brings it over on the train. Right. Is that, I just remember seeing it and it was like, all of the seating is on the train tracks. And it's like, is that the thing we want to teach children just to sit down and have a snack on the train tracks? Dude, they're going to have that. Now I'm sleeping <laughs> on them. So it worked. <laughs> Look at me now. Do they tie you down at night? <laughs> Dude, now you're. Um... Instead of like a mint on the pillow, they just give you like a thing of dynamite. <laughs> Wait, were your meetings there today? Yes. You've been working on the railroad all day long. <laughs> I'm going to use that tomorrow. You know, I am. I'm going to use that like it's my own. <laughs> Dude, the um, Minneapolis. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You had a story to tell me about your hotel room. About my hotel room. Pat, you had a lobby story. You said you were going to tell me. I cut you off earlier. Tell me about this place. Oh, I was just saying about historical, um, you know, markers and plaques and things. I, I came across one in my lobby that was so all over the place material. It was yeah. just had Brimley. Wilford Brimley stayed there during the filming <laughs> of cocoon. No, but someone that looked like him, they tried to take out, <laughs> they tried to take out uh Teddy Roosevelt. Oh, try to assassinate him after he was president. This was when he was running an, another time as a, um, as a bull moose candidate, but Jim, they shot him right there in the lobby. There's a marker, right? It's right around the corner from uh, Starbucks. He must've been on his way to get a macchiato. He was going to grab some, uh, an almond croissant. Probably was they're like, you want us to warm it up, Teddy? Yes. Yeah. Warm it up. I have a big stick. <laughs> warm yeah, it Franklin up. was more of a chocolate croissant guy. Teddy was an almond guy. I remember reading that. He's like, just give me those uh, egg bites. Just give me those little egg, <laughs> those tasteless bursts of protein that never really feel like you ate anything. Just give Unbelievable. me those. Just take $9 from me and give me those and I'll be good. <laughs> it's like, do you like eggs? No. Do you like bacon? No. Then you'll love egg bites. <laughs> hey, do you have any um, eggs in like... Fannie Mae style wrapping, like a um, <laughs> like a piece of candy, like like a little a, truffle, like a dip like chocolate, a little truffle. <laughs> yeah, like, like you know, two to a little little white cardboard piece. 
who eats eggs like that? I don't know how even to eat those things. I, I've gotten them and I, they give you a fork. They give you a fork you, and a knife. And you're like, I'm just a knife. I'm just, I'm picking this up in one circle with my fingers <laughs> and I'm biting it in traffic. <laughs> and I'm um, getting grease all over my steering wheel. Yeah, they're not a winner. You know this fork is for show. Mm-mm. But anyway, they tried to kill Teddy there. And um, lo and behold, on the plaque, when you read it, it says like he had a 50-page speech and his, uh, a case that was holding his glasses. And it stopped the, didn't stop the bullet from going in. The bullet did go in him. But it didn't like get hit an oh, organ. Wow. or So he had the, uh, you know, the speech to, I mean, God bless who was, he went, he still went ahead and gave the speech. That's which, crazy. Which they must've been pissed when they found out it was a 50 pager, right? Like <laughs> guys, I would have bet probably be dead if it wasn't for this 50 page speech that I'm about to give to you. What? What did he say? Was... 50 front and back? Front and back. <laughs> that guy was trying to do us a favor. It's a hundred. <laughs> That guy was trying to do us a favor. <laughs> Dude, that is insane. I'm reading this, man. Yeah. He, he, um, he correctly concluded that since he was not coughing blood, the bullet had not reached his lung, and he declined suggestions to go to the hospital immediately. Yeah, you don't need a it's- doctor. Listen, guys, if you're not coughing blood, your lungs are fine. You don't, you're good. You got enough you- gas in the tank to give a 50-page speech? Are you coughing blood? Oh, get up there. There's the podium. <laughs> Go read in your opus. <laughs> yeah. Dude, and the first thing he said to the crowd was, this is great. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know whether you fully understand that I have just been shot, but it takes more than that to kill a bull moose. What? It was already written? This is unbelievable. No, I think he, <laughs> he improvised. <laughs> No, Pat, he didn't. Oh, oh I don't he know. had I lived that. Oh, I got it. They're like, hey, like, little... we got to change your start. We got to change. <laughs> Teddy's freestyling up there. Wouldn't it be great if he read it? He read it uh, like the letter in the jerk where it gets blurry. <laughs> like where the bullet. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's elected. I will be the bull moose cart. Uh, this part got blown out. Uh, hang on. <laughs> Pick up, pick up over here. Yeah. So he had already oh, been president. Teddy, um, I, I, I don't know if you ever saw the, not to get all Ken Burnsy and the 119. Oh, we, we, we get all, <laughs> but the, the Roosevelt's um, documentary is something, something to see. It's, uh, I believe though, this guy, Teddy, rough day, his wife and his mother died on the same day. Oh no! Same, same day, day, same year. Yeah, couldn't oh, enjoy wow. couldn't enjoy either one. <laughs> what does that mean? No, no, that's, that's a bad joke, Jim. That's a, that's a uh, terrible joke. That's a uh, <laughs> that's like influence from watching uh, ben, Henny Youngman. That was my uh, cat skills influence. <laughs> <That's your kids>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're gonna make it up here in the mountains, kid. Let me tell you, that's good stuff right there. I love the bravado of this, like. It's going to take more than that to kill me. Like very Tupac in his speech. Very like, yeah, you shot me nine times. I made it. I'm okay. TR, That's, man. Uh, 
Yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah. He was legit. I mean, he walked the walk, right? Got got he, got lit up, and then uh, couldn't deny him. Still, still gave the fifty pager. That's incredible. I love everything about that. Just uh, just his. Thank God he had those egg bites in his pocket. Yeah, but what a pleasant stop the bullet. <laughs> what a pleasant trip to get some coffee and and see that while I was wa- walking around the atrium, <laughs> the atrium hotel, the which I am so fearful of those, those hotels. I'm on like the 15th floor of the most wasted space. I don't know if they try to like, if they didn't think the future was coming quick enough. So they're like, we just got to build it. We just gotta, it's supposed to look like this now because they like rushed it. They're like, this is what's going to future. We've already like passed that. Like it's a lot of wasted space. They had a microwave in the, the, the elevator well like i don't know if they had it on every floor but right when you walked up oh, the elevator yeah? there was a just a random microwave there like a community was just like i i really it might have to be me but someone has to be microwaving something when someone gets off the elevator like <laughs> just have a bag of popcorn going a couple when a couple comes off like hey 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 welcome hey. back <laughs> i'm gonna be here for another uh Two minutes and 30 seconds. How are you? You guys want any of this hot cocoa? <laughs> We're heating it up in the microwave right now. I mean, we got these these rooms. How hard is it to put them? I don't know. I don't want a microwave in the room. I don't need it. But I'm just saying, like, if if someone wants a microwave or something, are they gonna is that where they're gonna do it? <laughs> I would like go back into my room, forget it was out there, and then just be beeping all night for <laughs> 30 seconds. I would take the microwave. It's not big. I would take it into my room, plug it in, <laughs> microwave my thing, and then return the microwave. Great cooling off period. Yeah. Plug it in, go back, realize I didn't bring my hotel key, be locked out, <laughs> go Don't downstairs, try to convince them who I am. <laughs> to explain it. That is hilarious. That's a great move right there. Grab the microwave and bring it into your room. Yeah. So the, um, but the Minneapolis hotel, different story. Loved the, uh, loved the hotel right downtown. Loved, uh, it was just cold this weekend. I love Minneapolis, man. And, but it's a great city to be there in the cold. Cause they have the, like, uh, they have the indoor walkways, don't they? From building to building. Yeah, they do. They also have a lot of lakes. I was flying in. They must have. <laughs> They must have 9,000 lakes. You think that many? They have at least nine. That seems like an arbitrary number to throw out there. Upwards of nine. I would say (laughs) 9,750. Wow. That's a good. You think they're under the 10K? (laughs) What do you think? I actually think that they're not. I think that they're they're over. I think that I've heard that before. All right. Here's the answer to that. They are, uh, they have 14,300 lakes. If, and this is important here, this is key. If you include the lakes that cross over the U S Canada border, but do not count the lakes that are majority in other U S states. Wait, what? Why wouldn't you count? If they they have Minnesota shoreline, (laughs) we're counting them. But it's not a Minnesota lake if like 90% of it is in, I don't know, Wisconsin. We're counting every lake. Well, then I got I need to recount these, Pat. I need to go back. 
Who, who is counting that? I don't who know. Who cares after it's more than 10 that, that they should all be very happy about it. <laughs> I love that. They're, if you count, if yes, we're counting them. There's some rules according to the net. Wouldn't you just be like, I'm done. Who's calling them out? Like there's who said that there's they're not 4,370. <laughs> there's going to be, there's gotta be some guy that has a website. There's actually 13,789, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> 26 million views. <laughs> that guy's got an agent I don't. Oh. Have a clip of him on Rogan. <laughs> trying, and let me tell you get, something. Trying to get the truth 82 out of those lakes are great. A lot of pontoons, girls in bikinis, guys doing tricks. <laughs> Those lakes are great. Yeah. Yeah. I heard you guys have 10,000 lakes. Yeah. Yeah. We have one and uh, killing it. We're killing it. <laughs> no, there, um, there, there are a lot of uh, frozen lakes. I saw flying in there. I saw people ice fishing. I think actually <gasps> my brother-in-law was taking his boys ice fishing this weekend. I got to follow up, see if they, they did that. I've never been ice fishing. I have you? Either, man. That's not for me. Is that necessary in 2022? <laughs> we... I mean, are there grocery stores? It would be cold. And I know there's an employee shortage, but got to be some easier way to get a fish. One guy's on the ice trying to go for a stroll. They sent out <laughs> helicopters. These guys are building igloos out there. They're out there squatting. <laughs> These guys are taking a rotary saw to the ice. I've, um, I've seen it, um, mostly in cartoons, but I have seen it. <laughs> I've seen it more than anywhere else. Right. It's very popular in cartoons. Extremely. Must be easy to draw. Really? It has to be. So I don't think that I, um, I don't know. Maybe I could, I could enjoy it for a few hours. I don't know. It's not something I'd, I'd be dying to do. I did There's work a with a tricks. guy who sold those things. What do you call them? Are they ice? Uh, Are they augers? They, uh, augers, yes. Augers. An, I, an ice auger. An and ice he sold auger. them. And you know, Jim, you know how many lakes they got up there? They got, <laughs> well, it actually what, depends. 9753? Actually, that's not how many. It depends how you count them, actually. I actually, <laughs> I, there's this YouTube video. <laughs> But you can imagine there's a lot of augers to sell. Yeah. And they cut through the ice there. They give you the access. I, I, I can't imagine they're easy to do. Do you have to plug those in? How do you get the power? Is it on a generator? Must I'm be a lot of. Ask, Pat. Are these gas or electric augers? Ooh, it's got to be a, uh, they're gas, no? There's a lot of different options available. But then you got you don't want to be sitting in the gas. You don't want to be sitting in that gas. Oh, you want to you want to drill your hole in gas and then sitting there? And, no, you need the new <laughs> Stanley. But then, because there's also a manual type, so there's got to be the traditionalists. Oh yeah, we're like that, we just went out here with a hammer and a chisel, and we just right. had a ding 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 <laughs> in a circle. It took we sixteen just, days just to cut the hole. We just dropped a rock <laughs> continuously. Try to find a round one and hope it didn't hope it didn't shatter. What do you call it when it 
when it starts to is it, is it spiders or when it starts to crack spider webs when it's yeah when it starts to <laughs> that's not yeah a good i think luck. it's like a it's not i think it's a spider web if it's in that pattern if not it's like veins well anyway <laughs> when the ice uh, gets varicose veins i think that's what they call it <laughs> i want to hear about um the ice fishing i gotta look into that see if they went yeah, it does sound very fun. If I was with a grown-up who knew how to do all the work, I would love to do that. Oh, yeah, right. I mean, that's the thing. That's what uh, Terry brings to the table. He has those Terry's skills. that guy. Yeah. He, he, has he like, just does stuff. Is that tough as a to have as a brother-in-law? I don't even try and compete. <laughs> okay, I, good. I can't. I'm not in the running. I don't try and – no, it's we're, we're different people. It's, he has got a, a great skill set, many strengths. Love it's unbelievable. Him. It really he is. Like, didn't he like build a bar in the backyard? He's got, yeah, he built a pool back there, yard, like designed <laughs> the whole thing. And he's helped us around here with stuff. It's yeah, great. He doesn't, it's he good doesn't people. sit still. It's good people. All right. Hey. Phenomenal. All right. So what do we have uh, coming up? We're, we're running long here. We, do we have Brimley banter? Do we have anything that we need to uh, address? Any, I want to talk about Cleveland. We're coming to Cleveland, yeah. Jim. We're going there. We're, we're leaving on uh, Thursday, the 10th, going there through the 12th. You and got it, man. Valentine's Day shows on oh, Saturday. Yeah. I mean, it's just going to be, we're treating them like anything, Jim. It's not going to be Sad. anything Valentine's-ish. I'm just Come going. out, though. Bring we your lover to hilarities. We got a lot to do. I was checking out some clips about Cleveland today with the family, showed them the end of Major League, showed them great movie. the Balloon Fest. We got to read about that. We got to talk about the Balloon Fest. At some what? Point. It was a uh, an event that didn't go well in Cleveland in 1986. They tried to break <laughs> a, a record. We'll get, we'll get into that later, dude. Um, I can't wait. Anyway, Cleveland's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to be in Dayton, too. I'm going to a Flyers game with um, my college roommates. So that's on the way. I'm going to be in Ohio. So I love it. I can't wait to uh, hit hilarities with you, brother. We're going to do the podcast out there and maybe uh, talk to someone from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. What? We'll see. We will see. All right. Only one way to find that out. Boy, that would suck to be a no. After we put it out here, but I uh, I love that. I can't wait. Uh, there's also a Dayton meetup on Thursday night at the club. Is that correct? There is a Dayton Flyer Alumni Association gathering after the Thursday show. Yeah, so Flyers, come on out. That's We're gonna be ass, um, yeah. Jimmy got to come mingle with me after. We have to go say hi to the the UD Flyers. You got to meet Absolutely. some some Dayton peeps. I love it. Brims, Cleveland area Brims, come on out. Come see us. Say hello. We love meeting you guys. Yeah, we would love to see you guys out at the shows. Do we have any reviews, Jimmy? Nothing new on the review front. Uh, I don't think I've got a ton of Brimley banter this week. I've been out and about. I haven't seen a lot of people. All right. Well, we can um, wrap it up there. I'm sure we'll get some reviews over the week. I would love to see a review pop up. That would be a lot of fun. Um, hope everyone's doing well out there and uh, make sure you download and subscribe got it Cleveland we'll see you soon bye Jimmy later Patrick see you soon Cleveland bye